rhyme star telly saying to my rhymes Beat them average MCs of the times Unlike them, we grab gems So systematically inclined to pen lines without saying Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to another beautiful morning Saturday edition of the Daily Mind Podcast. How is everyone's morning thus far? If you are awake, uh, round of applause for waking up to another day. Yeah, sometimes we take that for granted. As you get older, you start to appreciate this a little bit more, um, especially on a day like this. It's it's pretty nice um, out here right now. I went for a run. It's been a while since I ran around my neighborhood for, uh, you know, I did almost about two miles trying to get back into this again it is extremely hard well it's not extremely hard it's it's difficult it's a steep curve when it comes to trying to like maintain a fitness routine um recently i've been on the up on it again i just got a new fitbit watch the versa 4 um i upgraded from my last one which was the uh, versa 2 kind of you know crapped out on me so you know i went and got another watch um but i have like since i've been wearing versa watches i've been more pushing myself to work out more and seeing my statistics and seeing where I'm at. Um, because, you know, I'm almost 40 years old, like I've mentioned many a time, and I've had a realization this week. Um, I was working out with one of my soldiers and the gym and stuff like that. And I tend to have a defeatist type attitude for, like, you know, somebody my age, it's not good. Um, but I'm working on it. And, you know, I have this belief that, you know, because I'm almost 40 years old, that I there's no point in me working out trying to look good. You know what I mean? But then again, I take a step back and I see all these other guys pushing into their 50s, cut, you know, pretty slim, lean, and and working out. So, you know, he kind of like, my youngest soldier kind of put me in perspective on this and stuff like that. And, you know, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm really, really selling myself short, which I typically do. You know, I don't think I'm good looking at all. I don't think I <laughs> look good at all. But in, the, in reality, I'm getting more looks from people than ever before but i tend to like look the other way I'm, I'm a person of tunnel vision i try not to pay attention to a lot of things and i think that's what's sort of psyching me out from believing that i'm not as good looking or just not as what you know people paying attention to me because i just tend to always look straight never really pay attention much to what's around but i've been getting back into the workout routine it's working out i'm, I'm starting to get my form like i said I, I have the frame all i have to do is just sculpt it into place and i think it will work out just fine. But anyway, I did take a break for a couple of days, a few days. And in the in that time, you know, nothing much really happened. I went to the casino last night with my wife. Um, we cleaned up pretty nice um, in the casino last night, I will say. I will not say how much we won. But I know my wife hit pretty big, and I kind of followed sort of behind. I don't know. She just has this, this luck. When we go to the casino, she's constantly winning. I, I don't know what the secret is, if there is any secret. But we did pretty well last night. We didn't leave that motherfucker until like 1230 in the morning. I don't recall. I can't remember the last time I stayed at a casino that late. But it was pretty good. We were getting tired. I seen it on her face, too. She's like, that woman would sit there for hours, hours on those machines. And sometimes I have to, like, pull her off. Like, hey, you know, we do have to leave at some point like they won't kick you out but i think the casino does have a, a, a period where they do clean up before the next day but if you were there from like eight o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night they will not kick you out it's your money and whatever like <laughs> yeah it's your money you do as you please but anyway we did pretty nice and then we're gonna go out today for a pedicure 
I've never, ever had a pedicure a day in my life. The idea of somebody touching my feet is a bit weird. Okay, it could be a little ticklish. But she insists I try it. Like, you know, I have this thing about, like, I'm a man, right? So, like, it's kind of weird. I, I see it in, in, in retrospect, a man getting a pedicure and a manicure. But then I come to realize, I've learned and read some things like, you know what? No, a man should take care of themselves. They should groom themselves, get themselves groomed. Like, I'm in the military. I'm always working with my hands. So, I, you know, me getting a manicure and shit is almost pointless because my hand's always getting dirty and stuff. But a pedicure, yeah, sure, why not? I guess that could, uh, that can work. So we'll see. Um, Got to wait for her to come home. She had to get called into work. Anyway, um, also, I did say something about Mortal Kombat in the last episode. Highly recommend the game. I didn't even start the damn story yet, but I've been playing all the other modes, and they're awesome. Um, and I'm even going to pick it up for the Nintendo Switch. Yes, they've been dragging the hell out of that version because it's so underdeveloped. But give it some time. There'll be some patches and stuff to help fix that game because that game does look pretty screwy. I heard mostly in the cutscenes, but I'm still going to get it because the idea that I could play Mortal Kombat on the go is pretty dope. So, And I'm a Mortal Kombat fan, so you know, and I'm one of those people that buy the same game for two different consoles because that's just me. I'm a silly gamer. Anyway, what's been on my mind these past few days? Hmm. Well, I had a bout of some serious nausea the other night. So we went out and I ate, like we went out to the casino, not, la not last night, it was a night or two before last. And I was eating like crazy. I had a meal that was there. I bought, I ate it really fast and then the, proceeded to have Chinese food shortly after. <laughs> Big fucking mistake. So I ended up like feeling like I couldn't breathe, right? This was like one o'clock in the morning. I get up and I have a serious bout of nausea. And I tend to overreact when I feel nauseous, right? And my wife hates it because I'll sit there and hold my chest like Fred Sanford and I'll start heaving and shit like a little kid or a dog that has like, you know, swallow the wrong treat. And I'll sit there and just start heaving and heaving. And she was just like, you know, she did what she could. Of course, she was annoyed me waking up, waking her up because, you know, she had to get up in the morning too. So she went and got me some ginger ale. I sat in that bathroom thinking I was going to vomit for over an hour. And I think what the problem was, I overcarbed. I ate too many carbs, and my body was just toxic as fuck inside. And I'm not going to get too graphic into it, but yeah, I, I sat there, and I, you know, this happened before. I had an incident at Shabu Shabu downtown Nashville where I almost had to throw up because I ate too much and too much of one particular food. But in this case, what it was was that I ate too much carbs. And when you have such a carb overload, you tend to get bloated, nauseous, and gaseous. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Especially as you get older, your body has a harder time breaking down complex carbs and other types of carbs. So now, like, I got to slow down on the carbs. I love carbs. But I think what I need to do is when I eat a lot of carbs, I need to burn it off. That's, you know, carbs is fuel. So I think what I'm doing is just letting it sit there. I tend to overeat, okay? Like, I don't know if I'm an emotional eater or stress, like, stress eater, but I tend to overeat or I tend to eat really fast. I eat like, like food is going out of style. Like it's my last meal. Sometimes I tend to eat. My wife has to tell me to slow down and, you know, fucking taste the food at least, you know, taste it. So what I'm going to talk about, what's been on my mind is overeating. Okay. When do you know enough is enough? How do you know if you're eating too fast? How do you know if you're eating too slow? How do you know you're just eating too much? 
So, you know, now I'm getting older and I'm starting to really, like, think about this shit. Because I, I think nobody likes the, the feeling of nausea, right? Especially how you're so close to throwing up and you're just like, just fucking throw up already. But it's like right there in your throat and it doesn't want to come out. That's what I had. And it was terrible. So um, I was thinking about this. I was like, yeah, this is going to be my next episode. And what I did was I looked up a website on ways to mitigate overeating because I think... In the grand scheme of things, we all tend to overeat. Now, depends on what you overeat. You might overeat vegetables, which I don't know anyone who overeats fucking vegetables. But just overeating anything, whether it be snacks, junk food, carbs, uh, dairy. You know, we tend to overeat a lot of shit. And, and it's because some psychological reasons, too. You know, a lot of people, uh, depression and other things, too, that may trigger uh, you eating a lot. There's, there's a lot of emotional eaters out there. You know what I mean? A lot. You know, that old joke about, you know, you break up and you're eating a tub of ice cream out of a fucking big-ass Ben & Jerry's uh, gallon or whatever they sell them in. That shit's true. Okay? There are people who are down on their luck and they're down in life and they just... Their solution is eating. You know, it's like the, the, the lesser of two evils. You're either an alcoholic and you're drinking your sorrows away or you're eating your sorrows away. And either way, both can, you know, potentially kill you. So I found this article, right? It's about overeating. It's called, uh, this is a website, healthline.com. All right. And it has 23 simple things you could do to stop overeating. Okay. Now, again, these may or may not work for you because, again, sometimes overeating is more of a deep-rooted mental, physical issue uh, that you might have to go to a doctor to uh, check out. But some of these things on here could potentially help you or not but take a listen i'm gonna get through it right i didn't go through it all beforehand um but i'm gonna get through as much as possible like i said there's no part two to this episode like i'm gonna just go through the whole thing now this article was written uh this past april by Jillian kubala right um and it's on this website healthline now the opening line is there are ways to improve eating habits for example, you could try to track what you eat and choose more filling foods like protein. Your doctor can recommend the best approach for you. Now, at one point, I was going to a nutritionist, right? Because I tend to, to eat junk food. If you're in the military like me, um, you don't have time to really eat healthy foods. And let's be honest, the, the food options on post is not healthy at all. So it's like, fuck, you, you better off baking something at home or bringing leftovers from home if you want a real healthy meal. Because the options are lacking where I work at. But um, I try to track what I eat. I've tried that with the apps and stuff like that. It's kind of hard because it's kind of, you know, it's like you go to a restaurant and you get, like, you know, your, your entree. How do you measure how much of that shit you're eating? And that's where it gets difficult. Like other things, like snacks, you can sit there, scan the barcode and get all the nutritional facts and stuff like that. And, you know, boom. It calculates right there on your app, but it's kind of difficult with certain things. All right, so um, it says here, eating too much in one sitting or taking in too many calories throughout the day are common habits that can be hard to break. And while some people see these behaviors as habits that can be broken, they may indicate an eating disorder in others. Over time, eating too much food can lead to weight gain and increased risk of developing a chronic condition such as diabetes or heart disease. Uh, the 23 tips below providing a starting point to reduce overeating. So I'm going to go through all of them, starting from number one. Okay. Some of these, I think, sort of like, it's like it's speaking to me. Because some of these things, like, that it, it retains to me. 
or pertains to me, I'm sorry, and maybe you too. But again, these are not solutions for everyone, but it's worth a shot. All right, number one, getting rid of distractions. It says here, whether it's working through lunch in front of the computer or noshing on chips while catching up on your favorite TV show, eating while distracted is a common occurrence for most people. Uh, it says, while this habit may seem harmless, it can contribute to overeating. A review of 24 studies found that being distracted during a meal led people to consume more calories at the meal. It also caused them to eat more food later in the day compared with people who paid attention to their food while eating. I have to agree on this because I tend to look at my phone about 90% of my meal time. Like I'll sit there, eat, pick up the phone, look at something, and then I'm just, and it is just, there's some absolute truth to this. So what's the solution? It's simple. Put the fucking phone down or, you know, whatever electronic. But then again, what if you're eating with someone, right? They're, they're distracting you because you guys are having a conversation while you eat. But also that conversation might slow you down because, you, you know, you'll have a little bit more time to eat in between dialogue. That's how I see. But most times during lunch, I eat by myself. And I will be honest, I have the phone 90% of the time in my hand during my meal. So I'm working on this. Uh, let's see. Number two. Know your trigger foods. It says pinpointing which foods can trigger overeating and avoiding them to can, can help decrease the chances of overeating. For example, if ice cream is likely to trigger a binge or episode of overeating, it's a good idea to stop storing it in the freezer. The harder it is to access something, the less likely you might be to overeat the food. Um, another helpful tip is, keeping an, is to keep unhealthy snack foods like chips, candy, and cookies out of sight. So there's no temptation to grab a handful Man, this is me to a science. I am telling you right now, if you put a box of Cheez-Its within my reach, the fucking box is gone by the end of the day. I'm talking like... I sat there and I freeballed a whole... Like, like I did a whole box of Cheez-Its one time, like, gone in one day i couldn't believe it i was disgusted with myself but it was because there's such an easy obtainable snack that i have to sometimes put it away it's like chips ahoy's this morning i sat there kept reaching for the chips ahoy and I had to smack my hand and say stop that's enough you gotta stop but keeping stuff away it's like a kid it's like a, it's like a child right so like you don't want your child to eat too much junk food easy solution keep it as far away from them as possible Ta-da! so you gotta sometimes Treat yourself like a child sometimes. <laughs> it sucks. You know, you're an adult. You can do whatever you want. But in the grand scheme of things, you're trying to help yourself. So sometimes you got you to gotta dial back a little bit. All right. Uh, number three, don't ban all favorite foods. Okay. So, yeah. You, like I said, everything is basically in moderation, right? So we all love our hamburgers, our pizzas, our chicken, our, our comfort foods, right? Don't ban them, but you can, like, scale back on them. So, like, I don't know. If you're, like, a red meat carnivore like myself, you can, like, dial back on it a little bit and uh, take, take a step. It says here, restrictive eating patterns that eliminate, that eliminate many of your favorite foods may cause you to feel deprived, potentially leading you to binge on the forbidden treats. Uh, it says diets that concentrate on whole unprocessed foods are always best. But um, but making room for an occasional treat is perfectly healthy. Okay, it also says here, swearing the swearing to never have a scoop of ice cream, slice of pizza, or a piece of chocolate again is not realistic. Okay, because think about it, it's like you going cold turkey on smoking. 
you can't kick that shit in one day. There are some people that can. Okay, and I think my wife did that. Um, one day she just stopped smoking and never picked up another cigarette again, regardless of how stressed she is. She never picked up another cigarette. Now, is it possible to just stop eating one particular food right off the bat? Perhaps, yes. But mo in most cases, it's not. That's what makes it so unrealistic, but not impossible. So you can kick off some of those foods. Um, number four, giving volumetrics a try. Volumetrics is a way to eat that focuses on filling up on low-calorie, high-fiber foods like non-starchy vegetables. Consuming foods that are low in calories and high in fiber and water before meals can help you feel full, which might decrease overeating. Examples of volumetrics-friendly foods include grapefruit, salad greens, broccoli beans, tomatoes, and low-sodium broth. Eating a large salad or bowl of low-sodium broth-based soup before lunch and dinner may be an effective way to prevent overeating. Okay, so like a small little snack in between, I guess you could say. Also, too, water helps a lot. Water is a very filling entity where you can sit there, you can drink it. Not too much, though, but just enough to where like, okay. That's why when you go to restaurants, they offer you a beverage. Now, me, I tend to go for sweet teas. Sweet teas is my go-to, but on occasion, I will have a water. Especially if I know I, have, you know, I haven't had any water all day, I will go for the water and then, you know, go from there. Um, number five, avoid eating from containers. It says here, eating chips out of the bag, ice cream out of the carton, or taken straight from the box can lead to consuming more food than is recommended as a serving size. Instead, portion out a single serving on a plate or in a bowl to help control the number of calories you consume in one sitting. Now, I agree with this. I mean, they put nutritional facts and serving sizes on bowls and containers for a reason. Do we follow them? No. Most likely, we don't follow them. But if I sat there again with the Cheez-Its, you give me the box of Cheez-Its, I'm going to continue eating the Cheez-Its out the box. I've never sat there and took like some Cheez-Its and put it in the bowl. You know what I mean? Or it's like popcorn, right? You go to the movies and you're eating popcorn. Now, you're not eating it out of a bowl. You're eating it out of a big-ass bucket. So with that bucket and the temptation right there, you're going to keep eating more and more and more and more and more. You're not going to proportion it. Now, over time, you might get full off popcorn. But real, like you're just going to keep eating it because it's right there. It's in a big-ass carton. It's not portioned out where, okay, it's in a smaller little bag or a smaller little bowl. No, it's, it's all right there. So, yeah, you're just going to sit there and then, like, indulge in it. All right, number six, reduce stress. Stress can lead to overeating. So it's important to find ways to reduce the amount of stress in your daily life. Chronic stress drives up levels of cortisol a hormone that increases appetite. Studies have shown that being stressed can lead to overeating, increased hunger, binge eating, and weight gain. Uh, there are many simple ways to reduce your everyday stress level. Consider listening to music, gardening, exercising, or practicing yoga, meditation, or breathing techniques. I mean, that's a given. You know what I mean? Distract your mind off of food. Now, we all go through stresses every day. Not every day is a good day, but also not every day is a bad day. But you can distract your mind get your mind off food exercising i think is definitely the better option because you're also getting something out of it you're losing weight too you're losing calories so you can find that happy medium now some people will exercise and be like man i burned so many calories i need to make up all those calories and they just completely eat themselves away which i feel kind of just uh you know kind of defeats the purpose number seven eat fiber-rich foods 
It says here, choosing foods that are rich in fiber, such as beans, vegetables, oats, and fruit, can help keep your body feeling satisfied longer and reduce the urge to overeat. For example, one study found that people who ate fiber-rich oatmeal for breakfast felt fuller and ate less at lunch than those who consumed cornflakes for breakfast. Snacking on nuts, adding beans to your salad, and eating vegetables at every meal may help reduce the amount of food you consume. Yes, but also, too, some of us require a very high calorie count for the day. A lot of us probably work out or bodybuilding, whatever. But again, it's just a, it's just a matter of finding that happy medium. Number eight, eat regular meals. Now, what they mean by regular meals, let's see. When attempting to lose weight, many people cut out meals in hopes that it will decrease the number of calories they take in. While this may work in some instances, such as intermittent, uh, intermittent fasting, restricting meals may cause you to eat more later in the day. Mm. For example, some people may skip lunch to restrict calories, only to find themselves overeating at dinner. However, eating a balanced lunch may help reduce the challenge the chances of eating too much later in the day. So my pituitary does the intermittent fasting thing. He doesn't eat until at night. How he does this, I don't know. It is possible to do, but it takes a sheer amount of willpower and discipline to get to that point. But I was also told by my, nutrition, uh, my nutritionist that eating small things in between is good. It's, you know what I mean? You're not going to eat a meal and then eat another meal in between another meal. No, you eat a meal, like breakfast, eat a snack moderately, uh, maybe a light lunch, and then a snack in between, and then dinner. Now, that doesn't work for everybody. It works for some. But then that's where you got to do the research, talk to your physician, your nutritionist, or whoever, and see what works for you. Number nine, keeping a food journal. Keeping track of what you eat in a food diary or mobile app may help reduce overeating. Uh, many studies have shown that using self-monitoring techniques like keeping a food diary may add to weight loss. So, no, back in the day, you did this in a book. Now you have apps and stuff to do this. Like, for example, Fitbit. Fitbit, you could track your meals. You could track how much water you intake for the day. You could do all this. I've tried this on and off. It is not easy because, again, there are certain places you go to, like casual restaurants, where it's kind of hard to figure out what's what but some restaurants on their menu they do have uh, calories next to each of their items but if you are trying to track food and you happen to go to a restaurant that has the calorie intake of the meals then it's why then that's it's why is it just like okay boom okay this got this many calories and my you know now, you know and then you worry about your calorie deficit and stuff like that and you, you know you do all your math in your app and you're good to go but some places it's not like that uh number 10 Dine with like-minded friends. The food choices of your dining companions may have a greater effect on your food intake than you realize. Numerous studies have found that people's food choices are heavily influenced by the people they eat with. People may tend to eat portions similar to those of their dining companions, so dining out with friends who overeat may cause them to overeat as well. This is so true, because just imagine you go out and you're with your friends, and you're the guy that eats salad while everybody's sitting there eating these big-ass meals. And you're like, fuck, I look stupid. Maybe I should order more food. I've seen this happen many a time. Everybody orders the same, so they just don't feel like that odd man out and look like the weirdo that orders a small amount. So, yes, if you're trying to eat light, hang out and go out with people that eat light. If you're one of those people trying to bulk up, then, yeah, you go with people that want to bulk up. Or, better yet, don't give a fuck what people think. You eat what you want to eat. The idea is that you're 
spending the time with them is what that matters. What is on your plate should not matter in comparison to them. But if you're in the if you're in the business of trying to get fit and whatnot, then maybe you can consider that. It's up to you though. You don't have to. Number eleven, fill up on protein. Protein helps your body full throughout the day, uh, and can decrease the desire to overeat. For example, eating a high protein breakfast has been shown to reduce hunger and snacking later in the day. Choosing a protein rich breakfast like eggs tend to lower levels of ghrelin. A hormone that stimulates hunger. Uh, adding higher protein snacks like Greek yogurt to your routine can also help you eat less throughout the day and keep hunger uh, um, under control. Good little tip right there. Number 12, stabilize your blood sugar levels. This is very important. Eating white bread, cookies, candy, and other carbs with high glycemic indexes will likely cause blood sugar levels to spike then fall quickly. When that happens, now you're fucking hungry again. I mean, like super hungry. And you're eating more and more. This rapid blood sugar fluctuation has been shown to promote hunger and can lead to overeating. Choosing foods with low glycemic indexes will help prevent blood sugar spikes and may reduce overeating. Beans, oats, and brown rice are all great options. Yeah, I, I noticed that because when I sit there and I binge on bread, cookies, and snacks and shit, I'm hungry. And that's why I keep reaching more for Cheez-Its. Yes, people, I'm going to mention Cheez-Its more than once in this episode because I love Cheez-Its. I have an addiction. And I need help. All right, number thirteen, slow down. I am, uh, I am guilty as charged. I tend to eat fast. I don't know why. Maybe it's the military in me where I'm always feeling like I'm on a time limit. I need to hurry up instead of just slowing the fuck down. It says eating too quickly may cause overeating and lead to weight gain over time. Slower paced eating is associated with increased fullness and decreased hunger and can serve as a useful tool for controlling overeating. Taking the time to thoroughly chew food has also been shown to reduce overall food intake and increase feelings of fullness. Okay, so, yep, slow the fuck down. It's that simple. Food tastes so much better when you eat it slow. Take it from me, especially cheese it. All right, number 14, watch your alcohol intake. I'm not, a, I'm not big on alcohol. In fact, it's probably been a hot minute since I had a red wine. It's been a hot minute. Like, me and my wife, we haven't been drinking wine as much. I don't know what it is. Maybe we're losing our lust for it. You know, but we're just on and off. We're not, we're not big drinkers, period. It says, drinking alcohol may cause overeating by lowering your inhibitions and stimulating appetite. While having a drink or two with the meal generally won't have a huge effect, having several drinks in one sitting may lead to increased levels of hunger. One study found that college students who drink four to five times at a time, more than once per week, we're more likely to overeat after drinking compared with students who drink one or two drinks at a time. Cutting back on drinking alcohol may be a good way to minimize overeating. Ooh. Number 15, plan ahead, which I don't. It says being unprepared when hunger strikes can make it more likely than you make poor food choices can lead uh, to overeating. Purchasing meals and snacks at the last minute from restaurants to delis increase the likelihood of making unhealthy choices and eating more. I'm going to jump in because that is so true. If, like, for example, I'm driving around, I'm hungry, I'm going to probably stop at the first place I feel fit. Like, oh, man, yeah, I'll go to Bojangles. Or, oh, man, yeah, I'll go to White Castle or something like that. If you get up in the morning, you're like, you know, I'm going to make something. And then for lunch, you're already thinking, like, actually, before lunch even hit, you're already thinking, like, hmm, I think I'm going to go do this for lunch. You plan it out. 
versus you go out and you're like, damn, I'm hungry. Now I'm going to go stop and go get this fucking pizza. That's basically what it's saying. Plan it out so you don't have to make these unhealthy stops. It says, um, it says instead, keep healthy snacks on hand, pack home cooked lunches, and stock the fridge with healthy options to prepare dinner at home. Perfect. Yeah, and not only that, you'll save money too. Because, you know, even like these fast food places are getting fucking expensive if you haven't noticed already. Uh, number 16, replace sugary beverages with water. I'm working on that. It says drinking sugary beverages like soda and juice can lead to weight gain and increase the risk of certain diseases like diabetes. Studies have shown that consuming sweetened drinks with meals may be linked to overeating as well because that, that, that sugar. A review of 17 studies found that adults who drink sugar-sweetened beverages with meals consumed about 7.8% more food than adults who consume water with meals. Choosing water on unsweetened seltzer over sweetened beverages may help reduce overeating. Number 17, check in with yourself. Overeating in the absence of hunger could be a sign that something deeper is going on. Depression and boredom are two common issues that have been linked to the urge to overeat. Fortunately, taking certain actions can help. For example, try taking on a new activity that's enjoyable. It may help prevent boredom and distract from the urge to nibble. Also, spending some time thinking about what triggers overeating can help determine the type of help to seek. If depression and anxiety are contributors, getting proper treatment from a mental health professional might assist with reach, uh, reducing overeating. So every person is different, so it's important to find the right treatment plan for your needs. They have to put that little disclaimer there because you overeating may not be linked to depression or anything like that. It could be lead to something else. You know, it might it, it could be your blood sugar. It could be whatever. But that's where I said a little earlier, too, is that you need to go consult your physician. Find out what's really going on. And then maybe they'll recommend a nutritionist to help if it is not anything mentally wrong with you. You know, some people just like to eat a lot because it tastes good or they have money. That's another thing, too. I'll get to that at the end, though. Um, number 18, ditch the diet mentality. Yes. I, you know, my wife tries to get me on these diets and fads. I'm like, listen, man, I, I don't feel like I need a diet. I just need to balance things out. It says fad diets probably won't help you stop overeating in the long run. Short term, restrictive diets may lead to rapid weight loss, but they are often unsustainable and can set you up for failure. Instead, make long-term lifestyle changes that promote health and wellness. It's the best way to create a balanced relationship with food and prevent habits like overeating. So basically, you, you map out a plan for yourself where, all right, I'm not going to do this Atkins diet. I'm not going to do this intermittent fasting shit. I'm going to like cut back on certain things. Like me, for example, Little Debbie snacks, I barely eat them anymore. And it's only because they don't taste as good. So that's already one step ahead in the right direction is cutting out particular snacks that don't taste good okay bam out of here done plan it out you don't have to diet you just have to slowly downgrade some of the bad shit moderation and just downgrade number 20 eat healthy fats i've heard this many times even from my nutritionist it says although high fat foods are often associated with weight gain and overeating choosing foods rich in healthy fats can help you eat less Several studies have shown that adults who consume high-fat, low-carb diets are less hungry 3-4 hours after meals and lose more weight over time, compared with people who consume diets high in carbs and low in fat. Adding healthy fats like avocados, nuts, seeds, nut butters, and olive oil to your diet may help you feel more satisfied 
after meals and reduce overeating. All right, number 20, we're almost done here. Number 21, keeping your goals in mind. Now, I don't have like solid goals, but that other tip where it says like to avoid diets, just kind of plan ahead is where I think that's the direction I think I'm heading more into. It says setting short and long-term goals and referring to them often may help you stay on track and reduce the urge to overeat. Knowing the reasons for overcoming overeating and how overeating is preventing you from reaching your health and wellness goals can motivate you to work towards establishing new eating patterns. Jotting down motivational quotes and hanging them in the prominent places around your living space can help inspire you to stick to a plan throughout the day, which honestly, the best place if you're going to stick like motivational stickers and posters, stick them in the kitchen and stick them at your front door, not outside, but inside as like, you know, before you walk out, something that you can look at and be like, you know what? You're right. That's going to be me. And then you walk out the door and you go about your day. All right. Number 22. This is important. Get help if needed. There's nothing wrong with getting a little help with trying to overeat, all right? You might find like-minded people who are in the same situation as you and is perhaps um, trying to work on it themselves or somebody that's already been down that road. It says binge eating disorder, disorder, which is abbreviated as BED, is recognized by the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders um, as a psychiatric disorder. This means someone who has BED will likely need treatment from a team of medical professionals to overcome it. BED is characterized by ongoing episodes of eating a large amount of food very quickly to the point of discomfort, despite not being hungry. After a binge, a person might feel shame or guilt surrounding the behavior. Guilty is charged of this, but I don't think I've, I've never been diagnosed with BED. It affects millions of people worldwide and is the most common eating disorder in the United States. If you feel that you might have BED, it's important to get help. Speak with your healthcare provider about treatment options. You might not even know you have this, but like I said, a lot of eating... Overeating is not always mentally caused. But if you think about it, a lot more people than what they say probably have this. Because just imagine you're not hungry, but you have the means to just go eat another big-ass meal for no reason whatsoever just because you can. Could be a sign of a disorder. But again, before you even go on diets and anything, contact your physician, your nutrition, your nutritionist, somebody, before you sit there and take a route that you may not even have to take to help your problem. All right, number 23, which I believe is the last one on this list, okay? The last tip it gave on this list of 23 is number 23, practice mindful eating. It says here, adopting mindful eating techniques is one of the best ways to prevent overeating. The practice of mindful eating stresses the importance of focusing on the moment and being aware of thoughts, emotions, and senses while consuming food. Many studies have shown that mindful eating is an effective way to reduce binge eating behaviors, overeating, and emotional eating. Eating more slowly, taking smaller bites, chewing thoroughly, being aware of your senses, and appreciating food are all simple mind mindfulness practices to incorporate a daily routine. I, I have to agree with that. Let me tell you something right now about us Americans. We honestly don't appreciate food. We treat food as if it was some sort of like infinite entity you know binge eating contest food eating contest binge food eating where people in other countries look at us like we're fucking crazy and i'm guilty so like what i'm incorporating like and, and remember I, um, I mentioned something about money actually let me get into that money now when you get paid let's be honest all right it's it's before payday you're sitting here eating ramen noodles 
with sausages cut out and put into the ramen noodles, and then it hits 12 o'clock. Now you go and you splurge, right? Now you go out to eat and you eat a little bit more and stuff. Yeah, of course. Now, um, <laughs> where was I going with this? So, yeah, that is also what causes us to eat a little bit more, too, is the fact that when we have the money and the means to do so, we do it. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm one of those people. I do it, too. But here's the thing. You're burning a lot of money, but not burning a lot of calories. And you can like easily mitigate this by if you all right, let's say you get takeout. Don't eat all the takeout in one day. Save some for the next day because now that's dinner. That's you just save money on having to go out to go get dinner and you save time from having to make dinner because now you have leftovers. So utilize the leftovers quite a bit too. Proportional proportion the leftovers. Save you some money and spread out your your pl like planning your food out. Because I'll tell you, you're driving around and randomly picking a spot or you're just eating to eat, we're destroying ourselves. And at my last bout of nausea, I had a realization. I'm like, I, I'm not doing this shit no more. I'm not going to sit there and eat because I can. You know, that night when I got the Chinese food, well, actually, my wife got the Chinese food. I just finished eating another big meal. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to take a few nibbles of this Chinese food and I'm going to save the rest. When I could have just got the Chinese food, not even touch it, period, and then saved it for the next day, and that would have been that. Now, I did save some of it for the next day. It was lunch. But again, the point is, is that we have to learn how to proportion shit and spread out stuff. Because I'm telling you, nausea and your stomach being fucked up from too many carbs and just too much eating heavy food is not fun, especially as you get up there in age. So take it from me. Don't Nausea is not fun. I hate it. I hate every being of it. But... You can control that. Sometimes you have to treat yourself as like a kid. Smack yourself in the hand and be like, no, you're not eating that. Not right now. Save that shit for later. You'll save time, money, and you'll save, you know, shave some weight in the process. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Again, it's great to be back on the air as usual. Sometimes, again, I take days off because I need a break, too. And again, like I said, I have a life outside of the podcast. So, you know. Yeah. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next one. Season 11 is rolling right along. And again, if you like this episode, please comment. There's a little link depending on which platform you use. Um, you could click it, leave me a comment, say hello. And then, of course, the email, the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. You could also send uh, a hello, uh, say, you know, give me an idea what you want for an episode, or you could critique this past episode and others. Like I said, I am open to criticism. So if there's something that you don't like about this show, I will take everything under consideration and make it better to fit your needs and others. But just remember, it's a show. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's an unscripted, somewhat unbiased show. So I talk about everything. So, but if there is some things that you can feel that you feel can be improved, shoot it my way. One more time, the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your beautiful Saturday. And stay tuned for whatever is on my mind next. See you later. Have a good one. Ciao. Up in the five-star telly saying two mic rhymes. Speed up average and seize at the times. Unlike them, we crap gems. So systematically inclined. The pen lines without saying the producer's name.